Welcome to Cashflow Candy, episode 21. Today, I bring you Maribel Jimenez. I met this lady in America just a few months ago and I had to share her with you guys. Let me just tell you a little bit about her. Not only is she an international speaker, a best-selling author, um, a marketing mentor, she's the founder of the new Superwoman Entrepreneur and your dream launch, which is why I brought her here today. Uh, 15 years of marketing experience and I tell you what, she knows how to help you make money. In today, you're going to find out the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make when it comes to launching their products or services. If you're starting out, some key steps, she actually shares five of her biggest secrets to help you really launch and launch well. Uh, We also go through the importance of your landing page, the importance of split testing, how to actually really run with your vision to make sure that your goal is really something that you're driving towards and is inspirational for you. So please, without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Maribel Jimenez. Now, let me just actually give you one quick tip. You'll probably need to listen to this interview twice because she gives so many gold nuggets. Enjoy. This is Annette Lakovich and you're listening to Cashflow Candy. Join me while I interview successful entrepreneurs, business specialists, and share the ultimate information, helping you increase your sales, doing what you love. So let's start making some candy for your business. Hi, it's Annette Lakovich here and welcome to Cashflow Candy. Today, I'm going to be introducing you to Maribel Jimenez and I actually saw this lady for the very first time when I took a trip over to the United States and I was going across there for a three-day conference and I think some of you guys might have heard about the story about me going to this three-day conference or sort of last minute and this woman was walking around everywhere. She always had these bright, beautiful colored dresses on, reds and purple and all these just beautiful colored dresses every day and just this smile from ear to ear. And I don't know if you ever see somebody from a distance and you just can tell they're just a nice person. Well, she then ended up getting on stage and she blew me away um, saying that she has three children. Was it three? Is it three? Mm-hmm. Yes, three at That's the time. Right. One on the way. And she makes big money <laughs> doing launches. Mm-hmm. And I said to my husband, I like her. Now, guys, to cut a long story short, I end up signing up for a mastermind group over in America and my roommate was Maribel, the girl that was on stage and the one was walking around with the beautiful dresses. So I just had to invite her um, onto Cashflow Candy because I tell you what, the information you're going to walk away with today, you're going to absolutely love it. So Maribel, welcome to Cashflow Candy and thank you so much for coming on and joining us on the show. Oh, thank you, Annette. It's so great to be here. I don't have your beautiful accent, but I'll do my best. (laughs) (laughs) You had the accent. Remember, you had the accent to us. (laughs) We've got some listeners in France and um, South Africa, New Zealand and America, but most of them are in Australia. So you have the accent to us and we love the, the American accent. So Maribel, I would love for you to start with just talking about your expertise with um, launching, how to, pre- how to prepare for a dream launch. And then we're going to go into your story of how you started, because that is just going to be some great takeaways from these people that try to do it and they haven't had success at the start. And um, I'd love for you to share your journey. So first, can you explain what your business is? Yes, my business is your dream launch where I teach about how you can actually create your dream business online using the strategy of launching. 
And uh, so for me, my I place a high value that you can also launch and it does you don't have to sacrifice your life. And as you mentioned, um, I am a mom of three. I'm happily married and I have number four on the way. Yes. And I'm a grandma. I don't know if you knew that, but I am a grandma. <laughs> wow. My I don't goodness. like to admit it because uh, when I was at the hospital, people were like, oh, who is this? And, and they're like, she's grandma. My son looks like my brother, you know, or. <laughs> <laughs> or like it could be my date actually <laughs> the hottest hottest <laughs> nana hanging out there <laughs> yeah I yeah I don't mind that part <laughs> so tell us about your story because what I took um, really took away guys we went for this power walk in the morning it was um we had one day before the conference so we thought we'll go for a walk and um Maribel you know still keeps a great pace even though she was pregnant and she shared with me her journey of how she actually got into launches. So can you share everyone that journey? Because I think it's just so great just to say, show your persistence in getting it right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I had a 15-year career in marketing as an employee, but the truth is I always had a dream to have my own business. I mean, since five years old, I had this vision that I was going to be an entrepreneur. I just had no idea how I was going to do it. And mm. I had, I thought, you know, I'm just going to have to be, uh, I'm just going to have to go the traditional route, which is to, you know, what I thought, you have to build up a savings, work your way up into management. And, you know, yeah. I didn't have any rich aunt and so, answer uncles or you know any inheritance coming in my way so, mm-hmm. so and it's I what really... we're taught in the schooling system and anyway yeah. isn't it it's like you go to school yep. and you get a job so you go through right. school you get your university degree you get a job you yes. stay there for you know 60 hundred years <laughs> yes yeah. yes well that is per- perceived as the safe route right mm-hmm. so it was ingrained in me by my parents who worked really, really hard that you got to get an education if you want to be successful. So I, you know, I'm a lifelong learner. I continue to um, to educate myself. But uh, for 15 years, I, I, I just studied marketing because I absolutely loved the fact that marketing is about connecting to people that need what you have. Mm-hmm. And so um, I brought that with me when I finally took the leap uh, through a situation with my boss where I finally just couldn't take anymore and at that time I was pregnant so I was very sensitive to <laughs> to the atmosphere and like enough's enough you know so I um it was a very very much a blessing he said I will uh if I have anything to do with it you'll never work again and I sure enough did not work as an employee ever again wow. so thank you to him for those blessing <laughs> words that he thought would cut but really it was a blessing so from there I actually took the leap I felt the fear and did it anywhere there was no savings there wasn't no safety net just my intuitive gut feeling that um you know god would support me and that i would be able to apply what i knew and my passion for wanting to help people Mm -hmm. and and that that would be enough so i i looked around at other people that were marketing online and then i applied what i could by looking um not really behind the scenes, but looking at what they were doing. So I modeled it and I thought, oh my gosh, tomorrow's launch day and this is going to be amazing. And I, you know, (laughs) here a minute, everybody says six figures online when you do a launch. And I'm, you know, I was already counting the money in my head. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I had plenty of bills. I left a six figure job, but I still had six figure bills sitting there waiting to be paid. Um, And so sure enough, I sent it out to the world and I, you know, bit naive because I didn't know how this online world worked. I thought, hey, you get it out there, 
you follow what pe- you see people doing and people will find it. Um, well, there were crickets. So what ended up happening was nothing, right? Like I, I made the mistake of not realizing that it really takes quite an undertaking of getting the, the, the support to actually reach the people who need it. Mm-hmm. Right. To, so in order for things to happen. So um, I cried. I, it was yeah. very, very painful. I got down on my knees and I just made this declaration that I was going to figure this out. And if I had anything to do with it, I was going to help other people figure this out because this is painful. Mm-hmm. And so from that place, I actually went on a mission to figure out where was the missing link? What exactly did I miss that I thought I had every T crossed? Right. What exactly mm-hmm. did I miss? And how could I do this and be successful? And again, I was a mom and I had all these other roles that were happening. And so from that place, I I did um, get mentorship, which I I believe highly, as you mentioned, we're in a mentorship together. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I couldn't do it alone. I brought my employee mentality of thinking that you're in it by yourself and who are you to ask for help until you figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. I I had to let that belief go and say, okay, I don't know, right? I haven't done this. Let me get a mentor that can help speed things along because I can't waste any time. It's either make it work or go back to work and I was not going to do that. Mm -hmm. So so I, I seeked a mentor out. I got to see exactly what was missing and that's one of the biggest things I'll leave with um, with your audience today, but I got to see exactly what was missing, yeah. apply that, and also recognize that I had this expectation that if I applied it, I would just hit a home run, mm-hmm. right? I forgot that like with sports, it takes mastering it and, and studying the fundamentals and applying that and watching you know the growth that happens mm-hmm. over and over and over until mastery. So, so that's exactly what I did. I launched um, from that place. I, I got to see what was missing. I applied it. I set a goal. I met it. And we filled our first group program. I had a partner at the time. And from there, we did it again and again. And every quarter, of course, there was learning involved. And yeah, I'm going to share some of that. Yeah. And I'm going to share some of the mistakes. So I make, <laughs> make sure to, you know, your audience knows what to what beware because they're very <laughs> common. <laughs> I made... Pro- I made all of them, I'm sure. And so from that place, I was able to create consistent income. I fell in love with the strategy of launching because I I built community, mm-hmm. right? Like from zero to the thousands in a matter of weeks, yeah. I filled my program, which of course is what I loved doing and I loved helping people with, right? I, I needed that exposure for them to benefit, for mm-hmm. everybody to win. And, uh, and it became this more consistent, predictable income that I could run a launch every quarter and create six figures or more in my business. And doesn't that sound magnificent, guys? Consistent, <laughs> predictable income, yes. like music to your ears. And if yes. you're listening, I want you to just take away just some of the things that Maribel has just said about feeling the fear and do it anyway. And this is what we do as entrepreneurs. This is what makes us just, you know, dive in or what I've actually heard before from Louise from um, The Wish. She says you, um, instead of falling up, falling backwards, you fall upwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you're sort of falling upwards. So you sort of feel the gulp, but you just go ahead and do it anyway. But one of the key things what you've said is that you first 
tried to model people and when we model people we can model from the outside um, and there's a time guys when you need to be able to take the next leap and say I'm ready to invest in myself because I'm serious instead of going from a hobbypreneur into an entrepreneur and what Maribel did was she was doing all this modeling and it was only like the iceberg theory and if any of you guys saw the last tour that I did I showed this iceberg and the iceberg theory is that 10% of the iceberg you see above the water and 90% of it's under the water. So it wasn't until Maribel went, right, I'm serious about this and you know, had wasn't successful at the start. Some of us would just turn away right away, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how many. I do know entrepreneurs that keep going from job to job to job or sorry, not job, position to position to position because they're trying to cut it in one market and they mm-hmm. just haven't um, got the repetition and the consistency. It's not about it's just going to fly straight away. Like everything takes time to build. Um, so I love that you said that it didn't work, but you thought I'm going to make it work and I'm just going to find out these paces. Mm -hmm. And that's what the beautiful thing is about getting somebody that is that expert in that position. So tell me about this. Let's start with, um, let's start with the launch process. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, where would you start in designing the online launch? Um, where, where does it all start? Yes, that's a great question. This is this is the piece um, that is most powerful. And I well, I mean, they're all powerful. They it's like you can't have one right yeah. uh, without the other. <laughs> so they really work together. But um, this is actually a piece I would uh, say people skip. Mm-hmm. Right? They just dive right in and start working on copies, start working on the materials, and they skip the part of what I call discovery. It's one of the pillars of my dream launch um, formula system. Mm-hmm. And um, discovery is about, you know, for me, everything it doesn't matter if I'm launching, doesn't matter what I'm doing. It starts with the vision and getting really clear what I'm trying to create because a launch can look many different ways. Mm-hmm. And so I get really connected to what is the vision I'm trying to create? Am I, and what do I want to accomplish with this launch? And so there's discovery questions that I like to um, ask people and have them start. And, mm-hmm. and I'm a real advocate of goal setting. I don't know how to not set goals because it's like if you're going to, get in your car and and you want to go you know to eat somewhere you need to know where you're going in order to get there quickly and efficiently Mm -hmm. right and if if you don't you drive around and next thing you know you feel like something that's five miles away yeah (laughs) you know it's like uh (laughs) it's like the other other day my husband and I had a day off like in the middle of the week which you know you feel so naughty but it's just like you're just gonna be done and yes. we got in the car and he goes, where do you want to go? I was like, I thought you knew. He goes, no. So we drove around for about half an hour and then we ended up going to our own hometown. <laughs> I was like, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> well, the only reason I could talk about it is because I could, <laughs> I could attest to that happening to me. <laughs> yeah, and people do it all the time. And what I love what you've just said then is, is the discovery and connecting with the vision. And I think that's important. For me, it's like if you look at quantum physics, and this might be a bit woo-woo for some of you guys out there, but – it's what what's the, what's the um the space that you're sitting in when you're actually creating this and what i love that you say that you do is you take people through a question of discovery so then it's coming from a place of like giving and alignment and i just think that just helps propel the whole growth right instead of coming from yes. a place of i'm doing it for the money i'm doing it because i right. need this out there yeah or i need it because i want to conquer this area i think it's a completely different space to work from 
Mm-hmm. And then you can create a real plan that aligns because a lot of times people go into a launch with no goals whatsoever. Mm-hmm. In other words, I just hope it will be successful. Mm-hmm. And that hoping it will be successful is like a 99% chance that it won't because there's no like base underneath to actually have it be real and actually happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so when you actually sit down and map out like, hey, I want to and I'll just share mine to be specific because everybody, not everybody, a lot of people get stuck. And well, if I'm doing it for the first time, I don't even know how to set a goal there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't have a past experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you um, for myself, right, how it started is I I um, realized when I got aligned, like I really just want a program that, you know, has at least 25 people in it. You know, I just really got clear about the vision around it. 25 people mm-hmm. and, you know, this is the program that I'm going to do. I really laid out all of the things that I wanted to accomplish with this launch. And from that place, here's the beautiful thing. Once you have a goal, you can now reverse engineer the mm-hmm. plan that yeah. it will absolutely take to get there. I love it's reverse just, engineering. Yes, <laughs> me too. It's so magical because yeah. and when I walk people through this, they are just in awe, like, wow, I could really do this. Yeah. I now know exactly how many people I need to touch in order to make it all the way over here to the 25 people. Mm-hmm. And it's a great thing to understand because this is also another missing piece for me that I didn't have any idea what it was supposed to look like. And so I went in blindly thinking, hey, you just put these pages up and people find them, right? Mm-hmm. You put a link up on social media and, and people would just click it. <laughs> That easy. <laughs> and I I had no base that told me that it was thousands of people that I needed to reach in order to get the 25. Mm-hmm. And that's a wonderful realization. And don't and I, I just invite people, don't get scared of the thousand because um, there's real ways you can do that with it. I'm not saying you contact a thousand people one person at a time. That's that's definitely not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's when you have a plan and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk through some of the other pieces you'll see how easy it is to reach a thousand people yeah it really is doable so what would you say would be the biggest tip like for a launch like the biggest and I know that there's so many different compartments mm-hmm. to it but like, if there was one thing that really gave it legs would you say it would be actually having that contact of li- that list or the amount of people that you can expose it to or to be something even more important than that no you hit it the nail on the head that is actually the one missing piece that i didn't have in mm-hmm. that launch that i talked about yeah. um, i had all the other elements i had the goal that had said i had reverse engineered the plan i actually had the marketing materials i knew mm-hmm. who i was talking to i was a trained copywriter i i had the materials everything looked beautiful but i didn't have the people I didn't have the exposure. So here's what I want to just stress for people because I want you to learn from my painful mistake, which is you could have all this. And this is where uh, this is also one of the biggest mistakes is that people it is it is that the reality is it's a lot of energy to do a launch. Right. So I recommend you give yourself the space to actually do it well so that you reap the reward of it versus scrambling to cram it together just to check off the items that that you're told a launch needs to have and then it not 
perform, right? You just wasted all of that. So give yourself the space, you know, Mm. four to six months to actually be able to craft great material, speak to the people you want to speak to. And the biggest tip of all is it takes those kind of numbers. And I said the thousand range because um, I'd say that's a great goal to reach a thousand people, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's all of these, you know, a percentage of those are going to actually join you on a training. And then another percentage will, you know, so first of all, you're going to go out and reach these people. And, um, and one of the the ways to do that is with partnership here. So you're not trying to do this alone. Mm -hmm. And then again, like a percentage of them actually going to raise their hand and say, wow, that's great. I want to, I want to hear more. And then a percentage of those, you know, about 30% are going to actually show up, mm-hmm. right? And then only a percentage of those are even ready to move forward. So if you start to look at all these, um, and I have a table that I share with people, but all of these numbers, it, it, you get to see why it takes that much because not everybody's ready now. Not everybody is aligned to the message. Yeah. Not everybody's for you. And so it takes that like sifting and exposure to make it to the to the end point of your goal. Mm. What if um, in Australia, like we've, we've got this real attachment to selling and being pushy with sales and um, and I notice like I just wonder how comfortable um, the women in Australia are actually going after some type of partnership, strategic partnership alliance. Do you find that you have that same type of feeling over in America? Is it just in the States there? Obviously, it's just in Australia here that we actually have that same feeling or? Are you saying that there's a fear around making ass for partnership? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And I know there's different things we can do to make it sort of sweeten the the bread, <laughs> so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah well, I can tell you. really with that? Yeah, I don't think it's just Australia. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of resistance. And I, I here's, you know, I, I'm surrounded by people like myself that natural givers. Like mm-hmm. if I can give you something, that's easy. And then to, to flip and receive it became the hard piece for me in the beginning, right? Uh-huh. I had to learn how to receive support. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I always, I, I, from the very beginning, because I knew that was my only way. I didn't know anybody. I had worked as a workaholic before entrepreneurship, so I didn't even have um, regular friends But my aside from work. <laughs> so I knew nobody. I was starting from complete scratch. Yeah. And the truth is I needed to embrace connections, right? Mm-hmm. Just that marketing is about connections. Well, it's the same with partnership. And so I start, I always recommend begin with service first, which mm-hmm. is really it tends to be easy for, you know, heart-based entrepreneurs. So, you know, I embraced um, a structure in my business where and to this day I have space every Friday where I have connection calls. So actually we'll meet somebody like you, Annette, right? Like I totally yeah. resonate with you. I just know there's ways that we could play together. Mm-hmm. And I always am looking for service first. So mm-hmm. I would get on the phone, I'd chat, I might meet people at networking groups. And for me, that was my starting place because I didn't know many people. Yeah. I, I was networking locally mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd, I either resonated with them or not. And I'd say, hey, I just love what you're doing. Um, are you open to chatting on the phone? And then I'd set an appointment with them. And then from that place, I would just really come from service and explore. How could we help each other? 
Mm. But that's really what I was looking for. And, and I was prepared before the call with ways, right, to make it easy for somebody to say, yes, you need to be prepared for that yes, <laughs> which means you need to know how, how can they yes, help Yes, okay, let me get everything together. <laughs> you know, it's, I'll get it's, back it's, to you in six months. <laughs> yes, Annette, I will tell you, most times, here's what you will hear, and I did this mistake, and this is how I know, is people would say, oh, I love what you're doing, how could I help you? And I'd say, you know, I will let you know, thank you so much, I appreciate the support, and when I'm, you know, ready to do um, something, I am I will reach out to you, and then and then never do, right? Yeah. Because and then, then the, you're like, oh. It goes from it's, hot it's to me. not as well. Yes, yeah. that, right. Then you run out of time, and next thing you know, the launch starts next week, and then you're like, oh, you know, I'm embarrassed to ask. It's only a week away, and, you know, I totally understand that cycle because I could still sometimes fall into that place of, like – and, and now it's more ingrained, so I'm ready. I'm always exploring. And, and because of that, um, I can reap the reward of these conversations, like mm-hmm. how we help each other and Fantastic. being ready for it. And the last piece I oh, will yes. add mm-hmm. that just because people are like, well, how do you know? I, I always start with the person I'm talking to first. So I just invite you as like a quick tip mm-hmm. <laughs> is to whoever you're talking to, start with them first and think of it like, you know, as they're sharing, uh, just be exploring these possibilities while they share. Do they have a community? You know, do they do calls for their community that you might be a great bonus to? Mm-hmm. Do they have programs that you might be a great bonus to and and who is their community that you might compliment in some way do they have a podcast right like you have a a, Mm -hmm. a structure here to be able to bring people to your community do they Mm -hmm. have those and and if you're trained in asking those questions or having that out you'll get used to exploring that with them and then and then you know when they're ready to say well what about you you're prepared to really see you know sift through that and be able yeah. to and because you're doing like you're saying it's just having those questions there that are diagnosing or qualifying just to see okay great so you can you're asking questions about them but also you're qualifying to see how you can actually fit yeah. into that space and do sort of a, a win-win situation that's right um let's go into just about um a launch with a landing page um i did a landing page probably about um, four months ago now and mm-hmm. I did a split test and the split test was between me on a video um, mm-hmm. in front of the camera and my this the identical audio but with just a like a PowerPoint with text coming up okay mm-hmm. now I marketed it to two different types of industries so one was for the health and fitness industry and one was for the female entrepreneurs mm-hmm. I just, it was my biggest learning with split testing. I've done it here and there, but this one just really showed how you have to split test every marketplace, even if it's the same message. Um, because the female entrepreneurs, what the, it showed straight away that it was me on the video and the text wasn't even that, that was just not getting any opt-ins at all. Mm-hmm. In comparison to the health and fitness industry, it was actually the text and not me on video. So let's talk about um, the importance of a landing page and just your experience with testing, like split testing and doing all that type of stuff. What are some things we could split test even would be great to go into? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I love that you shared your example because um, I think some things that uh, for myself, I'm always, what I've always learned and, and I tried to model is to be able to understand the results, make sure that when you're split testing, it's one thing that you're testing. So you tested video and then not, no video, or no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, video and then video with text. Is that right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Same So audio. in order exactly to. Exactly same audio. Yeah, good. Because the mistake, I'll just weave those in, is that mm-hmm. they, that people have like a short like they're they're testing too many things so they really don't know what what was the factor that that um proved the greater result right Mm -hmm. like two completely different pages or they change a bunch of the copy and one has this you know so i think the biggest piece that i've learned is to be testing one thing at a time Mm -hmm. and then from that place you get to see like oh it was the headline uh-huh. Because it's small tweaks that I find that have the biggest result. It's it's just amazing that mm-hmm. you could make a tweak to a headline and immediately triple your results. Mm-hmm. Or like you with the video, you you immediately see a difference. And um, I think when you're going in, you, you know, you're shooting for the best case scenario, right? Understanding your audience and, you know, um, if they resonate more with video or not. And the more that you know, great. And then you're just testing those final little tweaks to get yourself to whatever your goal is. And I know my goal is 60 to 70% um, conversion, right? And okay, so that's great. No. that gives me a metric to shoot for. And mm-hmm. I know that we hit that where, you know, we've pretty much followed the best methods. There's, you know, different best methods around colors and, you know, the visuals. And I just, I start with the best methods and then I test really uh, the main thing I'm testing are, are, are the text because that's what could be the, all the variables, right? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. can have things like lead pages that they've already been tested, but now it comes to you putting the copy that makes the difference whether yeah. they are opting in or not, mm-hmm. right? And also um, one that I've got coming out in a couple of weeks' time, I've actually, the first split test is with the colour. So that mm-hmm. everything's identical except for the colour. So one yes. is the pink, um, mm-hmm. but then I didn't want it to look too girly, but I am obviously targeting the, the female entrepreneurs. And then the yep. other one is an aqua green. And I actually really love the aqua. I feel like it's really calming and soothing and especially for the topic. Um, but then I picked the pinky color as well for my brand. So I just thought, well, no, let's just split test this. And I love how you said to split test one thing at a time because mm-hmm. sometimes we could split test, okay, let's do a different heading with a different color and a different font. Yes. <laughs> and yes. then we don't actually know it might be just that one little thing. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I like love Like the that. color of the button. Nice. I mean, the oh, color yeah. of the button. Mm-hmm. There's tests. Te- there's so many tests that are done around that. So I model what I know has been tested mm-hmm. along with what I'm adding. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. like world's best practice, guys. It's world's best practice meaning who is out there in the marketplace that has really got the, the the goods. And we're talking like say Amazon, PayPal. These are big, big companies that you know, just can invest so much money in just these little minute testing. And what reminded me was when you said about the color of the button, I think it was with Amazon or with PayPal. It was one of those two. They even tested the different shade of where the button went. Yes. And I it was mm-hmm. like, that blew me away, like the color. And then when I heard the shading, I was like, oh, my gosh, like who even thought of that? <laughs> yes. And like, this is where minute. the layers get, you know, not to make people feel like, oh, 
there's too much to think about. Yeah. You start with the best methods and the testing is what has you bring these new layers of just specific results that you can that become predictable for you mm-hmm. because then you're you're testing your own community and you just keep testing. I test yeah. with every single launch and then I get to see, oh, this is we got a response here and this is this is now where we know to put the button and what color. Mm-hmm. And then we can test the next piece. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it is and- a I'm sorry, Intra. I just love how you said not to get overwhelmed because some of this is like really quite advanced. So Mm -hmm. what would be like just say three things that people could just like just to start with, like just like if you're going to get your launch happening, just so we don't scare you away and think, oh, my God, we're going to check the shading of the button. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What would be some of the main things? Getting a good list, like a, a good quality lead page. What would you say? You're the expert in this. Of the core areas of a launch? Yeah, just for them to even yeah. just feel like, okay, cool, I can start to do it. <laughs> yes, good. And I think this is a great question. And I would just, um, I'll give you the five elements, right? Mm-hmm. And and the good news is you're also going to get this in a checklist. So I created a checklist and I know we'll be giving that to them in a few minutes. But Excellent. know that the checklist is and why I created it. Everybody asked me, where do I start? And this is so overwhelming. I'm not ready. And I'm not, and I would say, yes, actually, you're more ready than you think. <laughs> and so let me just take the guesswork out. And I gave people the, those five core areas in the checklist. So you're all going to get access to that. If you take me up on it, it's free, you can access it. And I'll just quickly give you the elements so that you have that, uh, you know, just the core pieces. That'd be and again, you just build on it, right? So mm-hmm. um, the first section, and, and again, this is the acronym for DREAM, so I'll make it really simple. It's the discovery piece. you got to have goals. What are you trying to accomplish with this launch? And the clearer they are, the more you can reverse engineer to the next piece, which mm-hmm. is what I call the right track. And this is where you create your roadmap. And again, you, you start with those goals, you break them out, and it gives you the exact kind of plan of what exactly you need to create. And of course, if, if you've never done the launch whatsoever, then of course, a base of learning, right? I don't expect you to like figure all of that out. But um, for those that maybe have, and you're going to do it again, you would take the elements of your launch, and then you'd start to see what are the numbers that we need to accomplish Mm -hmm. and what are the key elements we need to have in place because there is the the marketing elements and I'll give you some of those you just you need a place that people can go to to the landing page that we've been talking about Mm -hmm. that they can raise their hand and say yes I want that and put their name and email to register for the trip excuse me, the training that you would have available that would give them a taste of your work. Mm -hmm. So you would need that. And then you take the steps further as far as what elements you would have in place based on where you're taking them. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the material that you would communicate to them, which are called email strings where, you know, the emails you see people writing to you, if you're, you know, studying or learning what's out there, you would be doing that same kind of communication to keep the communication high. Mm -hmm. So you would have those core marketing elements and then the third piece I call energy management. This is the whole support 
component that I mentioned, which is internal support, with this, which it could just be one virtual assistant that helps you build these pages, right? I don't yeah. expect you to know how to do that. I, I still don't know how to do that, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I have, that was my first hire. She's still with me today, and, and she's a contractor. So 10 hours a month, I brought her on, and she started to build these pages for me. Mm-hmm. So in-house support, it needs to be there. You need to have your pages working, looking great, you know, being able to process orders. And then the external support, which is your partnerships, your affiliates, the people that are supporting and helping you spread the word. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the fourth component I call assessment, and that's the A. Um, and that's where you are course correcting as you go. You're taking all the data that's happening real time with your launch and you're making adjustments. It's part of the, you know, all eyes on what you're doing, right? So it is an immersion. It's a lot of energy. And you. what I want to stress here is that there's so many things you can do inside of a launch. Um, and, and the mistake people make is they put, you know, the, a cookie cutter launch together and they just press send and watch it and hope for the best. Mm. And I just, you know, there's so much you could that could be happening real time. And so I teach people strategies. What if people aren't showing up? Where do you make a course correction real time? Mm. What if, you know, uh, they're not responding to the emails and what course correction can you do real time? Because there is a lot. These are real people that are interested, right? They give them the information they need to make decision. And so I just, I stress that it's in the numbers and watching them so that you're watching these metrics all the way along to yeah. all the way to the tail end, knowing that you're on track. You're not just hoping that at the very end, you know, everybody says yes, right? <laughs> You're not, be really you're nice. falsely <laughs> expecting, like I did the first time thinking by tomorrow I'll have, you know, $50,000 in my bank account. <laughs> and, and I, you know, yeah. it's not to make fun of anybody. I just didn't know. And didn't we've know all done it. We've all done it. Had. I remember my very first launch. Oh my gosh. I actually, this is before I even realized how powerful, you know, marketing was on, you know, the internet. <laughs> And I remember doing flyer drops. This is this is a long time ago now. And yes. um, it's just, you know, you just think, oh, that's how you build an event. And this is what I did. I was going into coaching the very first time and, you know, I was always working for a corporate company and thought I'd do my first event and um, did flyer drops. <laughs> And the funny thing is that I um I did follow up calls with them, so I knew who I was doing, but I did direct marketing. Uh, but the only reason why I got I had I think eleven people um in the room, and it was only because I did the follow up call. Um, right. And then, like you were saying before, the networking groups, like being able to build your list and be with the people that can help you and leverage you. And then finally, I had the next event with seventy four people turn up, <laughs> so that nice. was much nicer. But it's yes. um, like you're saying, it's just um, it's a numbers game. It's mm-hmm. and it's knowing the right steps and what's up to date now. What you could do, you know, years ago, you That's can't right. even do right now because our mm-hmm. customer base is getting savvier and there's more and more things that we need to do um, to stay current. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say would be the biggest mistake that you say when it comes to a launch or you've heard about? What's the most common biggest thing? that people do yeah well i'm happy to share that let me just make sure i give them the last piece oh my they so, were keeping oh my track apologies. of me yeah yeah sorry <laughs> i just that's me i just sort of the last piece? <laughs> 
let me just give them that. And that yes, is yes, the please. M for the, the acronym DREAM. The M stands for Make It Happen. And I just want to encourage people, this mm. is another piece that 70 to 80% of sales happen after your, your you know free training, right? You give a training virtually. Well, this is different than live. I know you do a lot of live work, but this is virtually. Mm. Yes. And to know this, and this is why I stress it, um, makes a huge difference because people think that you know it starts all in the front that if if sales aren't happening they must have a failure and they quit in the middle of their launch little did they know that the core the bulk of your launch is at the tail end Mm -hmm. and so it's it has to do with follow-up and i know you're a master in sales you know most people are three feet from gold when they quit and exactly the vision i had in my head then i had that exact vision (laughs) yes and it's those you know, the few that will keep going, they get all the gold, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so that's the thing I would, I would encourage. And of course, there's strategies there of like, what would you be doing during that period of time and how long and, and but that is just to know that, um, that you keep going until the finish line, right? You create the structure, create the roadmap, and you go all the way to the end. And even then, if you haven't met your goal, there's, a, there's even more things you could do. Mm-hmm. So I just want to stress that you create this plan, and that you run it through like you did you run it through to the end wherever you are i started i had 12 people on my list wherever you are you could you could benefit from having a launch and know mm. that it gets better with everyone so from mm. there and i, I know i'm say, talking fast just say, but that's that's the discipline isn't it you, you've got to have the discipline for your the vision that you had at the start Mm-hmm. it's like that discipline to go all the way through and what helps you with that like you're saying that very first piece for the d is that discovery is discovering what that vision is so i just wanted to add that because i was just thinking it just sounds like you're saying like you just got to follow it through you're just got to yes. start what you finish what you started that's right that's right and i think even knowing it like i didn't know there was that path mm. i thought that when you when you get off the call of nobody's bot, you failed, <laughs> you know. And yeah. I I didn't know that. I think just knowing it gives you confidence that hey, there's pl- lots of things that still need to get done. And yes, you do need to be willing to follow it to the very end and and grab the data from that place, and be able to just improve upon it for the next round. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, so let's go into the biggest mistake. What what do you see? happen or hear (laughs) any like nightmares or something that's just most common that people do yeah so So, yeah well maybe we'll even just recap a few because a lot of them came through and in case they were you know writing tons of notes I'll Mm -hmm. just recap some of the common ones because some of them we shared Mm -hmm. one of them being you know spending all the time uh, focused on the marketing elements like Mm -hmm. the the rating of and this a lot of work you've done it before I've done it the very first time by the way is always the hardest just just like anything there's just so much to learn and so if you recognize that um, make the space to have partnership because you can do all that and if you don't have exposure especially if you don't have a list right and even if you do have a list why wouldn't why not double triple quadruple 10 10x your results by mm. having partners and so you want to that's probably what i'll say is you start with that you do not you need you need to have clarity of what you, where you're headed and the vision you have right but but you do need the most space amount i'm sorry the most space for that partnership 
the front, that's like one of the first elements you start working on because uh, people need that space to even make decision mm-hmm. and to be able to uh, properly support anything that you're working on. So that's, that's one piece. People leave it out. They say, oh, I want to do a test run by myself. Let me just try it with my community first. And then, and then coming back, they'll say, well, why did I do that? It was so much work. And then they didn't meet the goal right? Mm-hmm. Because of having this really small data group, right? This small number to begin with. So, uh, you know, when it's a small, when it's a percentage of that small number, it's like a very, very small number. Yeah. And yeah. here's what they don't know. I'll just say it out loud. Mm-hmm. When, when I apply the statistics to what they just did, they will see that they actually did, did what was predictable. So, you know, <laughs> Yeah, the percentage numbers actually work themselves out. Yeah. So they didn't need to feel, and I would I would change their reference of like thinking that they're a miserable failure, which is, you yeah. know, we judge ourselves like nobody wants what I have. And then I tell them, wow, you had this many, you know, this many people show up. That's like 50% of the people, that's right? It might have been, it might have been 10 people, but you know what I mean? It, the the comparison that it wasn't hundreds makes people feel like they did horribly. Mm-hmm. When you go to the statistics, you could see the real picture. Yeah. And then you, they get to see that like, oh, if I only double this number, I could start to see some real um, improvement here or triple it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's such a so great it, perception changer, like just to say, actually, you did really well. Like you're actually on the benchmarks. It's just mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a numbers game though. Yeah. It's absolutely that. So I think that would be, you know, not looking at looking at comparing yourself to other people. That's another big mistake. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trying to get result from somebody that may have been, you know, launching for five years now that have already mastered the the community that they're working with, their topic, their area. They've they've worked out the kinks in their launch and then expecting that you would get those results would be a big mistake, right? It's just it's Mm -hmm. it's what has people uh, not want to launch at all and think that they need to be at that level in order to even attempt to launch. Yeah. And that's not true. So I would point that one out. I think another piece would be expecting for partnerships to happen, you know, weeks before a launch happens, mm-hmm. you know, it could, but you don't depend on that. And so leaving that for last is probably another big mistake that shows up. Mm-hmm. And I think one other piece that would, um, because there's, there's a lot I could probably yeah. go on. We're talking about your expertise. So you, we could probably yeah. lock you in a room for a week. And... <laughs> oh, and I'm, and I'm probably talking so fast, but I just... No, it's great. Us Aussies, we speak too fast anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of us do. It depends on what, what part of the country you come from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'd point out, we're talking about partnership being one of the biggest ones. And I, I've said it so many times because, again, it was my biggest mistake. Well, mm-hmm. When it comes to partnership, maybe there's those of you that are doing it. I'd, I'd point out a few mistakes that happen is um, not making it easy for your partner to help you, right? Mm-hmm. Create complicated structure. Um, then in, who wants that, right? It, it just, it's the truth. I've yeah. been in partnerships where you have to jump all these hoops to try and help. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I have, I'm running a business too. <laughs> so you really want to make it as easy as possible for your partner. Mm-hmm. And ways that you do that is you 
give them everything they need to be successful. Mm-hmm. If they're going to help you and they're going to get this out there. It's it's their name too, right? And so your materials looking good, you know, making sure that you're you're honoring best methods and then you're providing them. And this is a, something I'm saying because I hear it so often with colleagues. The pet peeve is that when somebody gives you materials that that they have to end up recreating in order to to use mm-hmm. is not good. And so it's not to put pressure on you, but to say as easy as you can make it, even if it means getting support from a copywriter or, you know, wherever you can, you start where you are. Mm-hmm. The goal is making it easy. Yeah. Make, give them everything they need to be able to help you. And then here's the second piece is have great communication, which means high follow up with your partners. Mm-hmm. So if you have a partner that's committed to something, be top of mind, give them reminders, you know, that's part of making it easy. And it's part of the follow-up that people think, well, if they said yes, then they should just, you know, do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And and yet they're super busy and then they forgot that's about right. your program. Yeah. And that's the thing. It is that, the, you know, they're, they're entrepreneurs as well. So, and they're, you know, nurturing their list and they're doing their thing. So like you're saying, if make it as easy as possible, um, so they don't have to do much <laughs> and yep. yeah, the reminders, I think that's, um, I think that's huge. The fortunes yes. and the follow-up is one of the main, um, sales sayings and it is, it's, yep. it's so true. You can um, definitely apply it with partnership yeah. everywhere. Right? I've never everywhere. actually done it with partnership. So I'm going to take that on myself. I've written that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. that, just that nurturing, the nurturing side of it. Like we've got the, the email reminders, but just even just um, just just nurturing that list, just I don't know, just having more conversations with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Making it fun, like doing things like contests and prizes. Yes, leaderboards. Yeah, you know saw that. Yeah, with you not yes. long ago, I was like, oh wow, that was a whole new world. <laughs> I was open up to. I was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> It makes it fun, you know. I'm I'm naturally competitive. I find that a lot of entrepreneurs are, and and we want to play too, mm-hmm. right? We want to have fun with this. And if and here's the reality: if you don't do that, and I, and again, I'm I'm just give, I'm handing it over because it works. Then, as a partner, I don't even know how well things are going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. I don't know if they loved it or what's happening, or you know. I, so it gives me actually feedback to make me want to do more. Mm. So that's it's more than just a game and being competitive. It actually I appreciate feedback because I want to know how my community fell in love with mm. what you're doing. I will want to do it more. I want to share it. Now, yes, as an affiliate, I can go look up links and things and see if I end up getting sales later on. But real time to know they're loving it or not, and you know. It's, it's really powerful. Mm. Do you know what I loved um, when we met and we we're unpacking our bags? I think it was the, the, the next morning. I think you came in late that night and we're unpacking our bags in the room. And I remember how you said um, the investment for our mastermind, it's a pretty big <laughs> investment. And I remember how you said how you just went, I just did a launch and got the money. Now, guys, we're talking about <laughs> six figures here. Like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just did a launch and, and I was like, holy crap, this woman just made six figures from her launch <laughs> like that. <laughs> and yeah, I, well, I am roomy but... with the right person. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. But it's just just to know yes. the yes. control that, you know, you can have in your business yes. by knowing the systems and the processes that when you actually need that cash, you just can turn it on. 
And yeah. like you were saying before, when we started the conversation, predictable income and consistent income as well. But I just loved it where you went, right, I'm doing this. I'm going to take this new leap and invest in myself and I'm going to put out a promo out there and generate more cash. And I just, it just showed me the, um, the intelligence and the expertise that you had. And I just thought, oh, I've got the right roommate here. <laughs> so, yes. Maribel, how can um, the, the, the ladies listening find out more about you? Because some of them are here just going, this just sounds like I need some help. So how can they find out if they do want to know more? Yes. Well, the easiest way is I want to give you that checklist that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. So I would say go to preparetolaunchchecklist.com. And that's where you're going to get the exact, the five areas that I mentioned and some questions to ask yourself and some key pieces that you'll need to gather. And uh, that's really the starting place. So grab that. You get to see what it would look like to create this for yourself. And from that place, we'll be connected. And then you could decide whether you want to take it further and learn the whole system. And that's something that I teach people as well. Fantastic. So guys, that's prepare to launch to launch checklist.com um and if you go to my website with under cashflow candy with maribel's interview i'll actually have the link there for you to make it easy super easy you can just click on that as well um maribel just to finish up what would be some of your um say your two hottest tips one for a female entrepreneur let's just say she's in a startup stage and she's just starting and mm -hmm. one with a female entrepreneur and she's now got the goods in the business. She's in her six figures and she's ready to grow it even more. What would be two pieces of advice from anything, from launch, from your expertise in entrepreneurship that you would give both these women? Yeah, yeah, it's almost the same. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the good news. Okay. I'd say the I'd say the starter. I mean, I actually I'm, we're talking launching. That is actually what kicked things off for me. That's where I actually made my first dollar online was through a launch. And so I just what I would say to that woman, if you're wherever you are, you're just getting started, is to just. Um, I would say just do one. I'd, I'd absolutely get the support if you wanted to know exactly, you know, you have no base of knowledge, which I didn't either. I, I learned the system. I applied it. I had my first launch within six months of business, and that kicked everything off um, in my business. I, I now had a community. I now had my program. I now had my message out there, and I now had partnerships. So I would just say start from where you are and, and be willing to take that next step because it will absolutely serve you in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And then for the second woman who, I mean, the woman who's a few more steps along, right, that you, you have yeah. structures in place, if you're not launching already I would say you know I would invite you as well and if you are start adding these new layers to the launch and just watch it multiply mm -hmm. right like my goal is to double every time double my results from last time every time just mm -hmm. doubling and doubling and now you know honestly as you start to get to those higher levels it's it's more than double it's like tripling quadrupling because mm -hmm. it does, it's not like the one plus one equals two. It's like the more you are exposing um, your message, that the more it actually is multiplied and leveraged. If mm -hmm. that makes sense, right? Yeah. Your partners become bigger, and so it takes you know ten partners versus fifty partners to accomplish the same result. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it starts to get really fun. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I have a feeling this interview people are going to need to be pausing all the way through. 
<laughs> appreciate your genius, Maribel, and thank you so much for giving your time today. I know it's quite late over there now. What time is it? Around six o'clock, is it? Around six thirty. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And the pregnant woman's probably ready to wind up and curl up in the lounge and go to bed now. <laughs> But you have. Yep, uh, I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to eat. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Maribel, and um, yeah, appreciate your wisdom today. And guys, just a reminder: if you want to find out about um, Maribel and get that free prepare to launch checklist, that's prepare to launch checklist.com. I will have that under her blog post on the Cashflow Candy page as well. And guys, we'll speak to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Are you a female entrepreneur wanting to grow more sales in your business? If so, go and check out The One Secret on AnnetteLakovich.com. You'll get a really cool infographic download and that shows you the buying signs when your customer is ready to buy so you never have to look pushy again. For now, we'll see you next week on Cashflow Candy. Bye-bye.